Project Taryag Day 85 Mitzvah Tov Kuf Mem Dalud And that is the Mitzvah Sloita Asei Shaloi Likach Ha'em Malabonim This is part of the Mitzvah of Shaloi Chaken which is the next Mitzvah It has a negative commandment not to take the mother bird together with the eggs or together with the young chicks Now the Halacha by Mitzvah Sloita Asei is that one only gets Malchus if one does a Mesa which is irreversible. And therefore, in the case of Shalach Haken, if one took the mother bird but could replace it on the nest, then so to speak, it's been undone, the love, and therefore there wouldn't be a Chayv Malchus. The words of the Gemara for this is the Lois Hase, which has a Kumase, it has a corresponding part which one can do so to speak, to undo the love, there wouldn't be Malchus. What a person needs to do in order to be high of Malchus is a Machlechus in the Gemara. Whether one needs to actively make it impossible to undo the act one's done, or if one's done the Isur, and now it's not, he can't replace it, return it to its previous status anymore, he would be high of Malchus. What the Gemara calls Bitlai Vilai Bitlai, which means that he has to battle, he has to destroy the possibility of undoing the love he's on his own. Or you say Kima Vilai Kima, which means if he wasn't Makaim, the Chiyuv, to replace things the way they were, and now he's not able to do so, he'll get Malchus. So in the case of the mother bird, if he, instead of sending the mother bird away, he would take it for himself, and he would shecht it, everybody would agree he's Chayv Malchus, because he's actively made it impossible to return the mother bird. However, if he took the mother bird from the nest, together with the young, and he didn't return the mother bird, but it died on its own, so here there'd be a machlekes, whether we say that he didn't actively undo the possibility of returning the mother bird, or do we say that since he didn't return it, and now it's no longer possible, he'll get malchus, which is the way that the chinuch, in concurring with the Rippon and Ramban, paskins. The next mitzvah, which is a continued mitzvah, say, and that is the mitzvah of the mitzvah of Shalach Haken. The mitzvah to send the mother bird away, the positive to Shalach, the Shalach Haslam, send away the mother bird, and then we can take the young. The Chinuch explains the reason for this mitzvah, the difference between the way Hashem Sashkocha concern for people and for animals. Whereas, in regard to people, HaKadosh Baruch Hu concerns himself with the individual. However, like the Pasuk says, Hashem looks at the deeds of each person, whereas when it comes to animals, Hashem applies to the species and not to the individual person or individual member of the animal species. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's is that no species of animals should become extinct, and indeed that's what we find, that every type of animal still exists, from the smallest, which are called the Beit Sekinim, until the largest, which is the Ra'imim. That's where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to be in the world. And when it comes to the individual, so if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants Hashem to look after him as a person and make sure that he has a continuation in this world, so that's Mila connected Mida, for how a person treats Hashem's world. And therefore he says, if a person is careful not to destroy the species, by not taking the bird together with its young, we see that the reward for Shalach Haken, the Torah promises, 
which means you'll thank the children for yourself, which the Midrash sees to understand that you'll be zeichot to have children, which means that his family will continue in the future as well, because after a person dies, his children will continue his legacy, continue his name. And more than that, Hashem wants to reward us and therefore makes the mitzvahs so that He gives us the opportunity, so to speak, in kind to reward us as well. And the Chinuch explains that's why the Gemara says if a person would say that Hashem demonstrates His mercy for the bird, we silence him because the reason for the mitzvah isn't mercy for the bird, it's rather for the benefit of Askla Yisrael. And what Rashi says to explain it, because if a person says Hashem is mercy in the bird, he's turning Hashem's mercy into Rachamim, doesn't mean that Hashem doesn't have Rachamim. One of Hashem's names is that he's Racham V'chanun, that he's merciful and compassionate. The Chinuch explains it, that a person's concept of Rachmanus, of mercy, comes from an instinct that Hashem put in him. But when it applies to Hashem, it doesn't come from a feeling. It comes from a Kodesh Baruch Hu's desire, his Ratzon, that to have every good middle and one of those middles toivas is Rachmanus, is compassion. And therefore, if one felt pity for a bird, one would forbid us from eating birds. And the Torah doesn't forbid a person to use birds or to shech them and eat them. Rather, the mitzvah here, and same thing, the mitzvah, which means not to kill, shech, the mother animal and the baby animal on the same day, comes from Hashem's Ratzon, which is for our benefit. And therefore, Hashem's motive, so to speak, isn't his feeling of Rahmanus, but rather the dictates of what Hashem was going there in order to keep with that middah. The Ramban explains differently as the reason for both this mitzvah of Shalach Aken and also the mitzvah of Oisav Espenoi, that the nature of an animal instinctively is to care for its young, whether it's an animal or a bird, that's not just restricted to people. And therefore, the Torah tells us to send away the mother before we take it young. And even though the Gemara says, as we mentioned previously, that a person shouldn't say that the reason for the mitzvah is Rachamim, the Rambam explains that there's an argument in the Gemara if one's meant to see the mitzvahs as just being gzeris, which we accept from Hashem, without trying to find some kind of time, some kind of meaning. We meant to look for timing in the mitzvahs, we meant to look for meaning to understand the reasons why Hashem instructed us in the mitzvahs, with the understanding that there's obviously more than our ability to understand, but at least we can see significance. And says the Rambam, therefore, since he, we pass like the opinion that we meant to look for time, for meaning in the mitzvahs, we don't hold of the opinion that says that it's also to see in the mitzvah, so to speak, a demonstration or manifestation of Hashem's mercy. The Ramban also concurs with the Rambam that there's meant to be an understanding in the reasons that we're able to of the mitzvahs. He brings the Gemara which says that Hashem rewards the Mechase Otek and that is time Torah, the reasons for the mitzvahs in the Torah. And we find that Hashem revealed reasons for mitzvahs except for the Paradoma in which Hashem HaMelech tried to fathom the reason which he wasn't able to. But the same Chazal tell us that Moshe, Hashem said to Moshe, Lechani Megale Tam Parot, to you Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem did, would reveal the time of the Paradoma just to other people. It remained a Chok. 
Similarly, the Gemara says in the Pasuk, in the future, the Gemara says the things which are concealed, sealed and hidden in this world will be become known or, so to speak, visible in the future. So we see that there's no inherent reason not to understand meaning in the mitzvahs. It's more a person's limitations of his understanding what he can and can't see as meaning in the mitzvahs. Therefore, he brings that the reason for mitzvahs isn't because Hashem needs the mitzvahs, rather they were given the tariff of sabrius, which means to perfect the person, whether it's to wean him of bad mitzvahs or to install in him good mitzvahs, or to prevent him from injuring himself spiritually, or to fix his immunus ras, the wrong ideas or, or philosophies he might have, and therefore the mitzvahs are really intended for the shlemus of the person. And this is the Gemara says, What difference does it make to Hashem if a person has shchitzah before he eats or he just kills the animal and eats it? It's not making a difference to Hashem, but rather, If you've been intelligent to follow the Torah, then you've done it for yourself. Because the Mitzvahs are given the Torah for which means to perfect people, and that brings the Apostle, Hashem's word is Torah, it refines. So to the laws of Kashrus, of you shouldn't defile yourselves and ruin your neshamas with one person east, which is not kosher. It's also fatalis. And here also the Gemara says that why does it make a difference to Hashem? It makes a difference to us what we eat. And similarly, all the mitzvahs of the Basin Mikdosh and bringing Karbanas is for ourselves. And even the mitzvahs we do, Nitzrayim, or the Nisim Hashem did for us. The Torah is for us to Zaycha to come closer to Hashem and it will deserve it. He should protect us and guide us. And to sum up the Pasuk in Dvarim, Hashem commanded us to keep the Chukim because it's going to be good for us. Good for us and not for him. And the point of the mitzvah is either we're going to gain from the fact that it will be closer to Hashem, or the fact that it helps perfect us. And therefore, specifically when it comes to the midst of Shalach HaKen, normally people who are involved in slaughtering, whether it's animals or birds, so it inculcates into the middle of cruelty. And therefore, Hashem wants to temper the cruelty with compassion, that it shouldn't become a middle of a person, and therefore He instructs not to kill the mother and the child on the same day, or in the case of birds, not to the mother bird together with its young. Chinuch concludes, so we see from here that there is meaning for us to learn from the mitzvahs or reasons we can take for ourselves. And even if there's those mitzvahs where we haven't been able to fathom the depths of the meaning we meant to learn from them, we know that the, the rule holds true and that is the mitzvahs are for our benefits and not Khadira because HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs them from us. Regarding the mitzvah of Shalach HaKen, the halacha is which is a place which is half, doesn't belong to him. And it has to be Yikare, which means he didn't plan it to be there, he found it. And therefore birds which are in a person's house or he, he breeds them, it's only birds which are wild birds or nest on their own. In his property, he's chayat to the shalach akan If the mother was Hovering above the nest, not touching the nest is not the nefesh of Hakan. 
Similarly, if she was nesting on eggs which aren't going to hatch, there's no dinner of Shadrach Akan. It has to be eggs which are fertile and able to become chicks. If a bird came back, there's a mitzvah to send it away again as many times as it comes back. And this mitzvah applies in any place and time, both to men and to women. And if a person's over on the lav and he takes the mother while the birds are still there, the baby birds are still there, he's been mevatal the mitzvah tase and as well has been over the mitzvah slow tase. However, the Torah would him to reverse the action and put the mother bird back. If he can no longer do that because the mother bird died or he killed it, then he's chayv on the love that he did. But until then, as you said before, he's not chayv malchus from the love because as Nitakta said, there'd be a way to rectify the love by returning the mother bird. So tough kuf membov is the mitzvah of market to make a a gate or a wall around one's roof. The Pazak says, that you should make a fence or a gate around one's roof. And from here the Chinuch extends, and the mitzvah is to take away anything which could be a mikshal, a stumbling block, or cause damage or injury which is in our property. Therefore, if one has a pit or an open hole in one's yard, one has to fence it in as well. And same thing if one has a wall or a fence which is on the which is on the verge of collapsing. A person will have to replace it so it doesn't cause injury. The reason for the mitzvah, that even though HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides what happens to people, and uh, he, based on what they do, he judges them, and therefore decides they're going to get punished or rewarded. Like the Gemara says, a person doesn't hurt his finger here in this world unless they've been decided in Shemaim. Nevertheless, a person has to guard himself from those things which can cause damage in the world. Because Hashem creates the world where it works with a certain natural order and he, he in the way the world works is that fire can burn and stones when they fall can hurt people. Or if a person falls off a high roof he'll hurt himself or kill himself. And HaKadosh Baruch gave people enough intelligence to look after themselves they shouldn't get damaged. And a person's put in a body which will be affected by physical things. And, and once Hashem has decided that a person will be affected by the natural order of running the world, so then it's a chiv on the person to protect himself from such things because he has a task to work around the tether so that he won't get harmed. Now, there are people that because of their level, Kodesh Baruch was protecting them because, and therefore. Hasidim Gedolim, what he calls, like the obvious Hakadoshim and others like that, that Hashem will protect them even from the natural way the world runs and do miracles on their behalf. Like Hashem saved the Ramah Vino from the fire of Nimrod or Hananiah Mishal Vazari from the fire of Nebuchadnezzar. And therefore, the natural order of the world didn't apply to them. However, for most people who are not on that level, the Torah warns us to protect ourselves that we don't engineer our own demise. And we don't unnecessarily massacre and endanger ourselves. And that's what the Torah's Karim says, the person so mechanized, the person relies on Hashem to do miracles for him, Hashem won't do miracles for him. And therefore, even when it came to fighting wars, which was a mitzvah to fight, they used to prepare for war and arm themselves, and as if one was fighting a battle with the physical rules of combat, and not relying completely on a miracle. And therefore here too, even though Hashem decides who's going to get injured or not, 
A person has to do the necessary physical preparations to protect his property from being uh, something of a place where people could hurt themselves. Manach is a din of a maike of a fence only applies to a roof of a house which is inhabited. However, the roof of a stable or things like that, or if it's less than four months by four armors, within Torah isn't called a house and therefore it's part of from a fence on the roof. Same thing in base Knesset, which is meant for davening or base Medrash for learning. Also, the roof will be part of from a maika. And similarly, if the street is higher than one's house, one wouldn't have to make a fence on this edge of the road that people don't fall from the street into his property. And from here, Chazal learns many other rules of when a person is not to endanger himself, and even more than that, if a person would endanger himself, he'd be chayev with Rabban and what's called Makas Mardus. So, for example, Chazal said one shouldn't put his mouth to a pipe to drink the water without seeing what's coming out the pipe because he might swallow a leech or something else which could harm him. Similarly, water left open overnight, which is called Maya Magulim. There's a spiritual danger, there's also a physical danger, snakes drank from it, and everyone's allowed to drink that. So to any kind of fruit, which has been punctured, and one doesn't know if it's by something else or by a snake's fang, one's also to eat. Also, a person shouldn't put money in their mouth, not knowing who had had the money beforehand, maybe transmitting illness to himself, maybe it had been in the mouth of someone with a contagious disease, and these all parts of the halacha of a person who is protect himself. This mitzvah applies in every place in town, both to men and to ladies, and if a person is over in this and leaves a roof or a pit in his rishos without a proper fence around it, he's mevatal this mitzvah, and also he's over on the issue of leitasim dami v'feisecho, which means not to cause injury to people in your in your rishos. Which is the next mitzvah, mitzvah tafkuf memzayin, and that is not to leave a michshal, something which could be a stumbling block or a source of injury to somebody else. The Pazik says, don't cause blood shed in your house. And uh, that means anything which people could harm themselves if it's not properly protected. Mitzvah tough kuf memches, and that is shalodis rekilayim bekerem, not to plant different species of grains in a vineyard. The Pazik says, let Israel karmachakilayim. And uh, not just species of wheat, this also includes uh, plants of canvas or things like that, which also grows like food, as like grains do in the vineyard. The viewership actions in the Gemara, and that's how we hold, that we're not allowed to grow with the rice of three things, which means two species which are combined with each other as in the vineyard. So, in other words, two kinds of grains together with grapes. The reason for the mitzvah, the Chinuch already explained before when it came to a mitzvah of kilayim by animals, not to mix up the species that created in the world. What's unique about kilayim, the Chinuch suggests that it could be because since the grapevine is something which has chashivus, and another species next to it will not be considered a mixture because it's not as chashiv, and therefore, it's tough when a person has two other species with it, which each one is considered kilayim with the other one, then to have that together with the grapevine will be considered a mixture. But when any other species on its own with the grapevine will be bottled to the grapevine, it wouldn't be considered a mixture. The issue is not just planting kilayim, it's also keeping kilayim. So if grains would grow in one's vineyard, 
one will be mechuyev to remove them, uproot them before they continue to grow. One added an iser to grow vegetables in the vineyard, or even to grow different species of grain or vegetables with each other. Malach is if there is a mixture of grapevines with with grains growing at the same time, everything becomes also needs to be burnt. Not just the food parts, but even the trees and the stalks of the wheat. We have the word pentuktash, which means pentukadash, the whole thing should be burnt in fire. The Isra of Kilayim applies both to men and to women. Now, Midaraisa, it's a land based mitzvah, never only applies in Eretz Israel, but Rabban extended it to Chutzlarit as well. That only applies to Kilayim Akerem. However, Kilayim of Zroim, which means a mixture of different vegetables, doesn't apply in Chutzlarit because it's not so homer in Eretz Israel either. If a person's over on this, and he plants a wheat seed, for example, with a barley seed, as well as a grape seed together, then he gets Malchus Midaraisa for the Israelite in Eretz Israel, and Chutzla Eretz is only Yisra Rabbanus, there be a din of Malchus Maradus. The halacha is that the, the vineyard and the wheat only becomes also once it's taken root, not before that, and when it does become Osir, then one has to destroy all of it. If there had been an existing vineyard and it were a plant kilaim, it would have to grow another one of two hundredth in order to make the whole thing Osir because the shear of betel of kilaim is one in two hundred and therefore it's only more than one two hundredth of the plant has grown be Isr, would it render everything the Isr of kilaim.